Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, we're going to talk about how to reduce, how to acknowledge and reduce resistance and also hesitancy. Now, I came across this study, and this study is quite eye-opening, and it shows you how you can influence somebody with a simple phrase that is negative. Yeah, here it comes. They did a study, and what they were looking to do is that, you know, they had a person who needed money for a parking meter, right? Person needs money for a parking meter, and the study would say, just approach any random pedestrian and ask them, if they would be willing to give you money for the meter. So in other words, you would approach somebody and you say, excuse me, uh, would you be willing to give me you know, some money for the meter? Now, what do you think the yes rate was on that one? What do you think it was? 10%, 20%? Yeah, if you said 0%, you're probably from the East Coast. Haha, <laughs> that was a joke. If you're from Midwest, especially Minnesota, you probably said 80% would say yes. Again, that was a joke too. But the study revealed that 50% of the people agreed to give the person some money for the meter. Wow, 50% decided to give them money for the meter. So then they wanted to find out, is there a way to increase that number? And what they decided to do was to use a phrase that would acknowledge the resistance to giving somebody money, acknowledge their hesitancy, and then make the request. So. Instead of just saying, would you be willing to give me money for the meter? They added this phrase at the beginning, a preamble goes, look, excuse me, sir. I know you might not want to. I know you might not want to, but would you be willing to give me money for the meter? What do you think happened? That's right. There was a spike in the number of yeses. Why? Why did that work? Why did that work in the majority of cases? Let's analyze this. By acknowledging the resistance, I know you might not want to, but, and by the way, you realize that but negates the previous statement, but the interesting part here is that you're acknowledging that they might not want to do it. I know you might not want to, but is there any way you'd be willing to give me money for the meter? And so I think this is a simple, powerful way to kind of lower the buyer's resistance. I know you may not want to, for example, but would you be willing to start next week? Let's say I want to ask somebody to start a project, right? And I know they're busy, but I said, you know, you know, I know you might not want to, but would you be willing to start next week? Or how about this one? Let's say you're trying to set up a meeting and you say something like this. I know you might not want to, but can we get together next Monday for 30 minutes or so? And again, you'll feel the difference because, again, you're acknowledging that they're busy, that there may be some resistance, but by doing that, you lower that resistance. How about this one? You know, I know you might be busy or you, you may not want to, but, you know, buying this now will save you a lot of headaches and money in the long run. That's a nice way to do an upsell right there. I know you may not want to, but buying this now or adding this feature will save you a lot of headaches and a lot of money in the long run. So there's so many ways. And by the way, you don't have to use the, I know you may not want to, but you can come up with your own variations. Like maybe say something like this. Maybe now isn't a good time, 
but maybe now isn't a good time, but can we get together on Monday for 30 minutes or so? Oh, how about this one? You've heard this one. Look, I know you're really busy, but, you know, would you be willing to get together for five to 10 minutes next week so we can discuss this? That's if you're trying to get a meeting. So there's so many ways that you can use this, but again, the request is always going to be there. But by putting this preamble, acknowledging the resistance that, in other words, they're busy, they got other things to do, and they may not want to do it. For some reason, psychologically, that kind of takes us away from this, this reactance mode. Remember, when people push you into a corner, you react, right? When people force you to do something, like you have to attend that meeting, you're like, no, I don't. And so that causes that reactance. But by saying, you may not want to. You may not have the time. Phrases like that remove the person out of the quarter and give them options because isn't that, as human beings, what we want? We don't like people to restrict our freedom. Would you agree with that? We don't like anybody to restrict our movement, our freedom, our ability to do anything. But we appreciate when somebody acknowledges that we might be busy, that we may not have the time, that I know would be a great sacrifice to them if they were to do me a favor. By acknowledging that, you're more likely to get a yes than a no. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. This is short and sweet. Leave me some feedback. Love to hear your opinion or how you would use this strategy in your business. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, as always, check out my online sales training platform. If you haven't already, why? The Sales Velocity Academy, over 50 courses, 500 plus videos. It is the least expensive, the most affordable platform you're going to find on the internet today. You can't get a better deal than what I'm offering you right now. So if you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.